Y'all ready? And we back, 80s and 90s, 2000s vibes, the podcast. I'm your host, Trouble Gigolo, episode 107. As always, with the crew, Matt and Leon and Jamal. How y'all doing this weekend? Hey, the Gigolo's back, huh? Look, I was the first time I heard you. <laughs> Wait, we didn't cut it down. It was the show Burrow, was then it was Burrow. Yes. Hey, he was Burrow for two weeks. The fully, huh? He, he really didn't like Burrow. He was trying to get us to like it. I understand. <laughs> I'll rock it with Burrow. I'll rock it with Burrow. But now, nah, now nah, it's Jiggalo. Try Burrow Jiggalo. Let's go. Nah, but it's been a dope week. But yeah, like I said, very busy as usual. It's Wednesday, cold. It got freezing out of nowhere. Yeah, Halloween was about twenty degrees. We was we was lit up out here in LA. It's like eighty degrees. We had to take it. We had to take off the costumes. It was too hot. I can't stand the heat, bro. Like for real. So I'm happy. It's kind of cool. There you go. Just want to get stepped into it. That'd be nice. <laughs> Trial, how your week, man? It was cool, man. Like Halloween, you know, we had uh, some kids come over for candy and all that. And, you know, you had a Halloween parade here last night. It was crazy. And it was good. And I got to get out. I got to move out there, bro. I, yeah. I, I think I will fit in out there so, so lovely, bro. They didn't even say they had a Halloween parade. That's crazy. I, I think uh, last night it was 50 years. It's been around for 50 years. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. You know I'm even the fucked up anyway. That's right down my ass. <laughs> oh, that's your that's your holiday right there. Look, I don't even understand Halloween. I'm still trying to understand it, but <laughs> no, that's your get down. Yeah, what? Boy, if they do them, uh, what you call it? The uh, the con- what you call them sirens? What movie? Uh, yeah, they do the Purge? first sirens. There's a couple <laughs> niggas better run from me. <laughs> you ready for the purge, bro? Look, man, this is, a couple this niggas this better get away this. from me, man. Yeah, Halloween. Niggas, good, I ain't good. gonna say no name. A couple niggas, they, they that siren go off, man. You better, man. You see me, just turn around, son. <laughs> you ready, <laughs> ready to rob? That's how you get robbed. Now, I don't even understand how it's just inviting demons in your life and scariness and and fright and and fret and all that. I don't know. I just stay away from that. Um, and then you invest in it too, too, because you gotta pay. You gotta pay for Halloween. You know what I'm saying? You gotta yeah. have a costume. Um, so you know, I keep it cool. I have my little Black Panther gear on. I always keep it, honey. So that's all I got. You know, we be hitting mm-hmm. Disneyland with the fam. You know, keep it real cool. Team Killmonger. Oh yeah, I rock with Killmonger. Yeah, Killmonger was the guy. That's one of the best villains ever in the Marvel uh, franchise. So. Black Panther is. a real villain, but you know nobody really talks about that. Mm. We're gonna we gonna, we gonna let it go. He was gonna with the go. colonizers, huh? We're gonna let it go. Respect it, I respect <laughs> it. But fellas, speaking of villains, I think let's dive right into it. Got Suge <laughs> Knight. Suge Knight started the podcast from jail, collect calls, and um, if y'all didn't hear, apparently in the first episode, it's controversy over Suge Knight saying that Acom may have great young woman that was twelve or thirteen years old. Yeah, there's a lot of wild accusations. Look at y'all, bro, shake his head, bro. <laughs> My eyes is bucking right now. He's snitching from jail? Yeah, he's he snitching. He's he in jail snitching like a motherfucker, man. Damn. I mean, he can't see I, no more, so what difference does it make? How y'all feel about Sugar Knight starting a podcast from the cell? Story from the cell. How y'all feel about that, man? Where's the code at? What happened to, you know, the 80s, 90s, and 2000s when 
you know, brothers was keeping their mouth shut and, you know, kept it between each other and you just extort people on the low. Like, why are you putting it out there? <laughs> like, you can't extort it. <laughs> like, once it's out there, you can't extort it no more. Extort people on the low. Like, this is the norm. Right. I'm just saying, once it's out there, you already didn't put it out there. You already didn't told. You don't have no leverage to come, you know, make some money off the knowledge that you may have. I mean, I just, it just doesn't make, really makes sense to me like in comparison to how we used to see things go down where you know you would have to find out about them maybe from a third party or, or from somebody that wasn't in the culture that would actually snitch but now it's the the people that are involved and we've seen so many things around suge knight pog diddy and everything we're going to be talking about that i'm sure for a, for years now <laughs> because that's just the culture um but yeah, I mean, you would never expect someone like suge knight to just get on and just basically have a tell-all podcast um, it's just unexpected. What's the, but what's the name of it, it? Right? Collect what's call. Collect yeah, calls. Very, very clever. Collect calls. Clever. I'm not gonna lie. No, that's a dope name. Oh. No, like the marketing around it. The name. No, I ain't hating on that part. I am not hating on that no part. Pun intended. That's bought. The... Yeah. <laughs> that's. I, I'm just. I'm just sitting here imagining Suge in jail at that hard, on that hard ass metal table. They he he didn't got a mic in there. He got some headphones. I wonder that too because I haven't heard him. Like, yo, what are you recording on? Like, who's yeah, who's editing this? <laughs> he got an editor. He just hired an editor. <laughs> Wait, yeah, is the editor on the outside? Imagine the editor on the inside. He got a computer and everything. They all linked up. <laughs> the whole studio, like because... off of uh, off of uh, what you call that show, man? Not Power, bro. Uh, Empire. Remember when Lucian was in jail? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had the whole setup. Yeah, they're rocking. Oh man, no, and, and that is, you know, obviously we see that a lot with music. People making music behind the walls, but it does, it, it does make me interested in how someone behind the walls can create a whole podcast because it's not supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be uh, prohibited in jail. And you are such a famous person. It's like, we know this is going out. So what are the CEOs thinking? They just allow it or does he get the pass? I don't know. I'm just wondering how I that think, part I goes think, down. I think, I think he do. I think they're going to let him do it. They're going to let him get away with it because he should. Big should. He, man, you might as well tell us who killed Pac, dog. You might as well. You snitching right on there. Akon and shit. Yeah. Bro, bro, what do you think? Is like somebody, you know what I mean? Like more like seeing that music generation when first jumped. Like, are you interested in that podcast? I think this is a smart thing for him to do because no, based on what he says, people are going to tune in to, to hear what he has to say, especially the first episode and you come out and you talk about what Akon allegedly did or whatever. Now he can, he have the platform where he can talk about who he felt like or who who's the real killer of Tupac. You know, if it's not Keefe D, it might be somebody else that should know about or, you know, the killer of Biggie or whatever, whatever uh, other, you know, um, skeletons in the closet that these celebrities may have that he may know about that we don't know about that's the perfect platform for him to talk about it on his and people can watch so so you don't want to tell people who killed pop but you want to snitch on everybody else nobody give a fuck about all that other shit we want to know who because like from 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 what i'm understanding is he don't have to testify right he don't have to testify in the case but he can go on his platform and talk about it instead instead of him them trying to um uh you know calling him calling him for a but do you have to then testify if that's if he called in the evidence? Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had Vlad was reached out to even in the KKD situation because he had an interview. And it's like even with the book and all of that stuff, they still pointed at Vlad's interview as a source for something. 
I thought that was interesting. Thanks. Man, tell us who killed Tupac, man. Cut the shit. <laughs> right. You was in a... That's all I care about. From, that's all I want to hear about from sure. I'm just curious, right. though, Jamal. They, let's say they do tell us. Then what? What do we do with that information? Just... I just want to know. I'm going to be like, oh, I thought I thought so. I just want to know. Nah, it's no, one I mean, other situation. It's one other situation I want to hear about, man. Didn't he have vanilla ice off the balcony? <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear. I do kind of want to hear about that. I want to hear about that as well. But, but vanilla no, ice, right. he has vanilla. Uh, vanilla ice has said, "Man, that ain't go down." It's like even though even if he is lying, it came out of his mouth. I'm like, nah, nah he's sticking to the code, man. Because I'll be honest with you, I couldn't imagine sure. somebody being like, "Yep." At one point, when I was one of the hottest artists in the world, somebody had me over a balcony. <laughs> like I just, especially like, you know what I mean. Like that that whole sentence sounds crazy, and then it's the, the more you explain, the worse it gets. Has anyone nobody would have me over no balcony? Has anyone <laughs> ever put Suge's body or Suge's head on red? From five heartbeats. Remember, he had to do it's nine to five, right? Yeah. That's all I can see with uh Sig Knight and the whole vanilla ice thing. But no, I think vanilla ice is just keep cordial. He didn't want to uh, snitch on Suge, but I mean, all I mean, everything's game now. Suge out here telling his stories, and you know he got some war stories because we didn't heard it from the other side and him getting punking people about parking spots and all kind of crazy stuff. So I yeah, I mean, man. I think this is a dope idea i think he's making the best out of his time behind the walls i think this is the best thing that he could possibly do because he don't make music and um he he's so deaf row right to snoop well he didn't sell it hasbro they owned it it wasn't oh, even, hasbro owned it yeah snoop didn't even have it yeah shout out to the toys the toy guys got it. it man so yeah i think he's doing the right thing but at the same time it just it just breaks every mold, every code that we've learned coming up in the game. Basically, the streets don't exist no more. So, if Shook Knight really on the snitching, he, the streets don't exist no more, man. But, bro, no, think about it, dog. Even though I'm into that type of shit, people want to know, man, who who, who shot Pop? Man, man, if he tell us, if Shook Knight tell us on this podcast, we shot Pop. Nobody's gonna give a fuck about anything else he have to say after that. What did Diddy come say it was somebody else? Diddy ain't gonna never say nothing. Nah, he ain't saying that, but I'm just saying. Uh, dude definitely wanna hear it, but at the same time, I feel like to an extent, they almost sending the message, look, if you a gangster and you about to die, it's all good. Like, you can just say whatever you want now. Right. But this is kind of yeah. getting out of hand. Even like a KPD, like it's like, clearly you need money, but it's like, for this to be the, the move for your money, when once upon a time, you was allegedly around people that was just, Killing people for sport. This is insane. To be honest with you. It's kind of sad. What happened ever? It's good old extortion, man. He should have been extorting Diddy. Good old extortion, man. Move out of your neighborhood. Where do you where do you stay? What you think? I'm just saying, once you let the cat out of the bag, it's just no leverage there. Like you gotta leverage what you know and the information that you have to get what you can out of people. I don't know. Like I I mean, assuming I was in that gangster uh that that lane. That's the lane out that I would pick with someone like a Diddy or something like that. Like you're not gonna get nothing once you tell the whole story. I mean, you've already been snitched. You on the outside. Yeah. Hey, man, look, man. Stop sugar, bro. Sugar, son. Big sugar. Tell us who killed Tupac, man. I got a question then for you, Jamal. Cause even with that, how do you feel in general about celebrities and podcasting? I'm not talking about the ones who you know, got big through it. I'm talking about the ones who came from a completely different lane. Do you feel like it's oversaturated? What, fellas, what's your take? It, it, it's, it's, it's no thing, it's no such thing as oversaturated in the podcast space. To, to me, 
And let me tell you why. Because, bro, it's, it's, it's different streaming platforms. It's different cell phone companies. It's different games. It's different video games. It's different everything, different type of shoes, different different type of shoe companies. Bro, it's, it's something for everybody. It's no such thing as oversaturated. If you don't like a particular podcast, don't listen. I'm a podcast listener. And I would be contradicting myself because we we are we we what we doing right now our podcast right. So if you don't like eight hundred thousand dollar podcast, then I'm pretty sure it's a podcast you do like, and vice versa, dog. You it's no. I will say, maybe seven years ago they was they was looking down on all this podcast YouTube shit and the fact that everybody doing it now just goes to show you that man, look, man, it, it this it ain't this ain't no wave like this the future. It's, you know what I'm saying? Will Smith podcast is uh, Class of 88. Y'all listen to it yet? Uh, the preview? Or no? I'm going to check it out. Class of 88? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. It's just a preview. Clip. I seen a clip with uh, Pepper. Something Pepper was on here. Yeah. Yeah. But what y'all think? Is, is Too Many Celebrities Got Podcasts? I think uh, not everybody can do it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's a, a major celebrity. I mean, who would, who would look at Will Smith and be like, oh, he's a podcaster? I don't look at him in that way, but I think there's some celebrities that have the personality that could do it. You don't but think Will Smith don't have personality? No, Is no, he got it. He, he has it for for the for the, uh, the podcast. But I don't think every celebrity has you know has the personality to do it though. And I think it's better if if it's like you know regular people like I don't want to say like regular people, but like people that's not in the industry, mm. like us to to you know to have a podcast and you know I mean. There's, there's a lot of us that are knowledgeable about the culture that, you know, um, deserve to have a podcast, but not everybody could do it. I think the biggest part is just having an opinion and not, you know, not being afraid to express it. And I think what you're getting at, try, uh, Burrow, Gigolo, my guy, <laughs> is you, I don't know if Will Smith is going to really express a real opinion. Right. right. Is he going to he could be a great interviewer. He could connect with people, bounce off people, create some great content, uh, some hilarious stuff. I could see that definitely happen. And just talking about stories and old stuff that could be dope. But that could also be a daytime TV show. So right. I, when I think of podcasts, I just think of real raw opinions. Um, but at the same time, that's not every podcast. So they could all be monetizable. They could all be profitable. I think whatever Will Smith is going to touch is going to be profitable. But will it break? Will it be? You know, he has the he has the uh, opportunity to be a Joe Rogan, but he's not going to be because he's not going to open up those bags and be truthful about certain situations. And all I would ask is there's there's one glaring example of a horrible podcast. Um, I think what goddamn Meghan Markle did right I don't know if you guys heard or you know seen what happened to her she had a pod right (laughs) she had a pod and it was basically her like reading her diary you know like telling her story and nobody was interested and they they cut her off she had a a big deal I think a million dollar deal and and they cut it short the contract and basically just because she wasn't being herself so whenever I'm listening to podcasts. I hope that the that the person that I'm listening to is just being honest, being themselves, and giving an opinion that is not uh, already one out there or that is not really true to them. So, um, 
celebrities do your damn thing you know i'm sort of in that lane although i am totally separated from the industry and not looking to garner any industry connects or keep any political ties no 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 in fact we just got a cease and desist shout out to you my brother <laughs> yeah, yeah we got a certain cease and desist from a, a certain sensitive ass celebrity that <laughs> shall rename nameless which is sensitive bitch ass I was I'm that. going in. I just called um Jada a bald headed piglet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm ready. I'm ready. I, you want you want to hear your opinion? Right. Come over here to the 80, 90, 2000. You know, we keep it nostalgia, but we also keep it real. I feel that. Like- so who 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 celebrity podcast is your favorite? It, it's obvious Joe Button for me, but who 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 Damn, I like who, Joe Button as well. Um, you know, I used to like money is good. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's a tank. That's tank and Jay Valentine, yeah. Mm -hmm. I Um, I actually like Ebro. I don't know if Ebro is is considered a celebrity. I like I wouldn't wouldn't consider him a celebrity. I would consider him a celebrity. I feel like he's one of the more personality. He went like literally just up the ladder in his industry and just did it, if that makes sense. Right. Like it's almost like Ebro is like the professional, if you will. Right. So, so who, 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 who y'all think? I mean, so which celebrity y'all think? Do athletes count as celebrities or no? Yeah, yeah. Who, who, so what celebrities don't have a good Hole of Smoke yeah. is my favorite, then by far. Okay. Who, what celebrities don't have a good podcast to y'all? We're not going to discuss Uh-oh. that. Huh? <laughs> Nobody going to say one? Um, you know, everybody's podcast is good depending I, on who's listening. I think, I think 50 Cent, I think if 50 Cent had a podcast, he would be good. Man, that well, you say who, who, who don't have a good podcast? 50 Cent, oh, oh, who don't have a good podcast? Um, I don't know. I don't listen to I don't listen stuff. to I don't listen to bad podcasts, so it's yeah. kind of hard for me to Man, say. And I don't want to, reps are elite. Whoever, whoever's behind y'all, no, I, I just don't want to judge if I haven't really heard. It. I haven't heard it. I only listen to podcasts if I've heard that it's good, then I'll start listening to it. So if you consider like, um, you know, what they're doing on 85 South, if you uh, consider them celebrities, I would say they have a dope podcast. I like them. Um, to me, Charlemagne is not, and I, I always. I started off listening to Charlemagne and goddamn, what's his name? Uh, his little homie, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I don't really, con- <laughs> I don't really consider them celebrities. I, I consider them personalities. Um, I like them a lot in the beginning. I, I do not like them too much right now. They be just popping off on a bunch of gay shit. Like they just want to talk about gay stuff, and it's just for no reason. And so I just think when you get salacious like that, and I it does not interest me. So I would say them are on the not list right now when they used to be on the hot list is the brilliant idiots. Okay. All right. Hey. Shout out to Charlemagne and Black Effect. I'll hey. let your boy. Yeah, y'all need to step it up. For real. Yeah, for real. But all right, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it's not really a bad podcast out there, like celebrity wise to me, but who who are we to say? You know, might not be a bad podcast, but there's bad books allegedly. Nah, mm. nah here you go. Look at you, man. Mm. <laughs> the only reason is because I hey, she went around the world in eighty days, and I don't understand when they saying allegedly Jada Pickett's book worthy flop because that's like I said, she was everywhere. She had you know sneakers with Fat Joe. I'm sure she was in Coney Island. Like she was everywhere. She was all over. So I just. Do you, do you think this is an L for her? Like it's like wow, you went through all of that for nothing. Like how do you take it? 
Tremendous L. Tremendous L. You didn't take down Big Willie, bro. Come on, man. You made him look like Baby Willie, Lil Willie. Lil, not even having a Willie, goddamn Willie. <laughs> I was getting bad. It was getting like, yeah. that's why when Jamal was like, man, I like, I'm like, man, you like bullies. This is, this is salacious. And he, she didn't nah. emasculate it and took down her whole family, man. Will Smith tried to come around and act like he was celebrating the book, reading excerpts. They was reading all this stuff. Like, oh, he's born, and we didn't know who the daddy was. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, Will Smith definitely the daddy of them kids. But, um, no, I just think, obviously, you know, the goal that she was going for, which was to uh claim her spotlight in the family and be uh you know up there with will be equally yoked and all that just fell very flat and that and she should have just accepted her role as you know the supporting wife i believe um you know and also have her own career nothing wrong with that uh she could have been she should have been playing will smith's wife in some in some films and they should have been putting out some stuff together she but was she was one of his wives and i'll leave <laughs> <laughs> one of his crazy He's probably mad at that, that out <laughs> but um and yeah i just think she didn't she didn't set she didn't complete the goal that she set out to for so i just think it's unfortunate all the backlash and all the collateral damage that came along with that because it just was unnecessary man i hate that y'all have making me do this man <laughs> really wait did she that flop book, though did she flop that, first book, off that book did not flop bro that book is on the best sellers list Time out. I'm happy you said that. I think it was like 40. What celebrity list? book is not on the bestsellers? List? I want to meet the people. Hey, bro, I'm telling you that I think isn't a look. Every we all know that she's a fucking she's the villain right now. So I think it's an agenda out against uh Jada to 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 finish her because nobody likes her right now. I think that I don't think that book flopped. It's a, I got it. I bought it. It's a good book. That's why I was asking. I, you, you bought it. You said it was good. So yeah, it was it, like, it's I, I, good. I, I, it's a good year stop. Considering all, like I said, all the places she went in my head, I'm thinking, man, at least 10, 15 people in the audience of all these interviews and sit downs. So you, you know what I mean? If they just bought it, but again, I will say that the top selling list. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Like I want to see the number because every celebrity that dropped a book, yeah, this was a number one book. I'm like, where? Who? How? Some some books, hugs, but some. But no, nah, it's, it's on. That's why I love the internet because it's on the fair body to see. Look, bro, I'm. I said this last week. I think her and Will Smith relationship is legit. I don't think it's bullshit. I just think we don't understand their relationship. I don't think they understand their relationship. I think they do. I think they do. I'm telling you. I think no. Nah, we, we. I keep telling it's you. Like we telling you, you understand two plus two equals five. It's like I get it because I don't get it. But how do you? Is kind of my question still. Because bro, they celebrities and this the most famous one of the most famous actors in in history. Oh, he's and one of the most recognizable people on the planet. About on the planet, yeah, bro. And this is not a regular marriage, and we looking at it from a regular person perspective. I said that last week. I think they genuinely when I when Will say that's his best friend, I really believe him. I'll say this: they just I was they rich, just not they just not having Will's sex no more. We can't. If I was in Will's position. Mm-mm. But it's easy to say right, but Matt, Matt, he ain't tearing her down. Jamal, you talking about letting your your wife sleep with your son's friend? He ain't let her do nothing. They were were separated. Hold on, let me say let. Being okay with your wife sleeping with your son. And first of all, first of all, me me and August Alcina is the exact same age. He was born in 93, just like me. That's a grown-ass man. 
Y'all, y'all making it sound like this nigga was 17 at the time that shit happened. He was 25. But even before that, what what about the part where she didn't want to be married in the first place and Will still married her? Why would you want to be married to somebody that don't want to get married? Man, that's something you. I, that's a great question. I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> Will Smith has to take his responsibility too for you know entering this whole thing, and uh, obviously he saw some benefit from being with Jada. Uh, I know I do think it is probably some hate though that led to this topic because looking at it right now, I do see multiple sources saying that it it, it did hit number three on the New York Times bestsellers list. I had seen some reports that it was in the forties and that it was way lower on like Amazon list. So maybe it did do better. Maybe people were just putting out some hate, some uh some hate posts. Yeah, yeah. It is. Man, we it used is. to love. We used to love Jada, man. No, no, no. I still love Jada Pickett in the movie. I'm still there for it. This, this real life-ish part that, that we got starting to see, not a fan. It's kind of like being a fan no, of Bow Wow now and Bow Wow in 2004. You know what I mean? It's, mm, it is, I like that, yeah. It's not It's not our style. Yeah, it's like, would I do this shit? Yeah, no. Fuck no. It's not my style, but I, I think they relationship legit. They just, they was married. They got married in what, 97? I think being married after 20 years, that's just what they was with it. And I think Will Smith had his hoes. They just ain't open their fucking mouth. They're just me, though. Does, does this, entanglement, this, this whole thing, the entanglement in the book and the slap, does this change people's perspective on them? Yeah. They, oh, they, 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 yeah. They, people used to love, like, on oh, their real love, that Jaden and their real love. Like, people used to... Uh, People yeah. used to feel, people felt, we, uh, the culture felt like that until about 2018 and until they start oversharing. Cause that's, see, look, that's I think it, it hurt, it hurt Will way worse though. This is just actually, the slap, the slap. For, I'm just saying, I mean, to me, the August probably is the worst. And then the slap actually is redeemed. I think that actually redeems him in my eyes a little bit, even though mm-hmm. now we're seeing it as a, you know, him, him having an emotional sensitive moment and supposedly they wasn't together, but I actually respected it in him a little bit more at that time in comparison to when we first heard about August. I don't think she really takes too much of a hit. I think for her, this is elevating her, at least um, her visibility at the very least. Um, I don't think the anyone in the quote unquote feminist movement or in for women empowerment are mad at this for for Jada. They like she's taking her power back. It's all the guys that were fans of Will and Fresh Prince and Wild Wild West and all of his movies. Like it's just it just makes you see him in a different light. I think he's taking a huge hit and he's never going to be that number one um, leading man in Hollywood again. So, so if that I, I for, think, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If that was for come out next year and it goes to number one, what do we say about him? If what comes if out, the emancipation do well too. I'm not, I wouldn't nah, be that surprised. Yeah, and I just, was, I just watched, I just watched that movie for the first time like last weekend. And, and, that uh, that was for is done. It's, they delayed it till next year, I guess, because of the strike or whatever. But if that go, if that comes out and that goes to number one, how do we, how do we look at Will Smith? Do we look at him like the same Will or? Is it, is I, it I've been I, I've been looking at him like the same. He's my favorite actor. I think and it's he's the time. It's going to be a moment in his career, but I think it'll be one of those. He's officially back. And side note, um, I think on uh, June fourteenth, Father's Day. Don't quote me, but I believe that's what Bad Boys for next year is supposed to come out. Oh, wow. Bro, um, have y'all read Will's book? 
Yeah, you did tell me about it. I started some of it, but I I'm 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 gonna buy all y'all the audio book for Christmas, right. bro. This shit deeper than Wills always had this persona. Like this shit go back to when he first started rapping. He, remember, I, everybody was like he don't curse, but, he corny. Yeah, it, it's it's that. It, he I think I think it all came down to I'm tired of people thinking I'm a bitch because I don't think he is a bitch. I just think he's this personality. He's larger than life. He's bubbly. He's nice. He's welcoming. I just think that that persona helped and hurted him because people so, think they can try well. So, so you believe the Chris Rock joke just made him snap on on here? Yeah, I think that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, I for think a guy like Will, hold on, for a guy like Will though, that you've been acting for all of this long, and you know that Chris Rock didn't write that joke, that was even more shocking to see you last year like that. Because that's you know that's, that's why. But Matt, that's what I'm saying. This shit been built up since like '88. That's what I'm saying. I think th this shit deeper than that. He tired of people playing on his top. People been playing on his top since '88. Yeah, I mean, Causing I always soft, thought that was corny. You know what I'm saying? He a man. He a human, bro. At the end of the day, I, I guess put it this way: I would have respected him more if he would have smacked the writer after the show, and we would have found out about it, as opposed to Chris Rock. Because my thing is, that's like smacked an actor because you don't like what they said about your mother in the documentary. He also, oh, oh. He also ahead, picked his ahead. battles, right? Because I remember um, when Ice-T was on Arsenio Hall back in the day, he told Arsenio that Will Smith makes a Disney rap, and Will never responded. What, what year was that? That was, I want to say that was like maybe 90, 91, before Arsenio went Man, off. that's what, but bro, 90, 91 to 2022, bro, that shit, he, bro, that shit probably built up. He, he cared. 91, he was probably broke. And it's just starting Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know what I'm saying? Because him and Jazzy Jeff, second album, flop. Right. So it, it's, bro. And I Will's not personal. a gangster yet. He was not going to test Ice-T. Yeah, that he time. wasn't going to test him. So you're saying that he's, I, I agree, he might be picking his battles a little bit, but I also agree with Jamar that it just built up. And to me, I do think the slap, like, contrary to popular opinion, I do think that's his most redeemable moment in a long time. I think it, it was necessary. I think that he did the right thing <laughs> as a man being tested in your face. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think there does come a time when you do have to fight back. Now, it, he could have done it. He maybe could have done it a little bit better. He could have made a better this, decision. Do you think he should have slapped Chris Rock or the person who wrote the joke? Right. No, I can't I can't defend him slapping Chris Rock. I that's just my main thing. Just him slapping yeah. Chris Rock to me was that was like that. You yeah, he wrong. Slapping wrong somebody cool. If you feel like they disrespect your wife, but slap who actually disrespected but, you. But I, no, I, I don't I, think I, he I, even should have slapped her. I think he should have got on stage and maybe snatched the mic and just told him something. But I, I heard allegedly Chris... I heard allegedly Chris Rock improv that joke. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think you know, he, even if he just yelled from the seats and just said he wasn't having it no more, I think that would have been enough. The slap probably was a little bit overboard, but you can't, you can't, uh, you know, you can't control the person's reaction, right? right. So he he did what he did. You did what you did. I'm gonna do what I have to do as a man. So I, you know, I always thought it was somewhat redeemable, and um. You know what it is. It is what it is. All of that, I don't know, doesn't compare to your wife cheating and being okay with it. And I just wanted to feel good. And he couldn't make me feel good no more. Now that part, that'll make yeah, that's that, that's her, that's her, her, that, that's her personal issue. See, Will, this is a bunch, this whole shit is his personal issues and her personal issues. That's all it is. 
what her not being happy is don't have nothing to do with Will. It's 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 it's, it's everything to do with she got to find who makes herself happy. And I think they said that go make yourself happy. Then come back and holler. The tough shit that's Will's personal uh obstacle. And it just they they a union, so this thing it's it's all connected to each other because she married to Will. So I'm pretty sure Will got most of the backlash from her not being happy because she has personal things that she need to deal with within herself. That if you read a book, she allegedly been dealing with since she was young. She was shooting right. a different world in the '90s, making all these hit movies and still depressed. Like that's why I, I said people read read the book, read the book, man. I, I agree with Leon. I agree with Leon to the point where um, when you hear that she said that Chris Rock tried to holler at her yeah. and, and, and and she told him that it was just a rumor. I think that part where Will Slapping was redeemable, but the whole thing in itself, you hear her say um, she, she didn't want Will to do that because she didn't expect him to do that. They wasn't together and he went up on stage and did that and, and that, but then he's like, he's laughing about it. So I, I'm like confused, like how are you laughing at the joke and you go you go up on stage and um and slap? Hollywood, bro. Yeah, and then as far as Jada Book flopping, we don't. I think the jury's still out on that. We are gonna have to see the numbers. But I will say, I think I heard that uh, Britney Spears she got what nine million pre orders. She gonna make I, I'm, hundreds I'm, I'm, of millions. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy and read it this weekend, and I'm gonna let y'all know. I don't think Jada's in that in that range, but we're gonna see. We're gonna have to look at the numbers. We're gonna report back we're to you. Check so it out. Be we're accurate. Check it out. <laughs> but, uh, I'm gonna check it out. Burrow, try, bro. What you got for us, man? Hot take. My hot take. I don't know if this is much a hot take. It's, it's something that I think should be discussed, though. I think Mariah Carey's Christmas song is the most overrated Christmas song ever. All I want oh, for you, 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 you full of shit. That is the most <laughs> overrated Christmas song ever. They, though, they, they act like and. Halloween was just finished. Already we on November 1st, and we already talking about Mariah Carey's Christmas song. Like she's like the, the queen of all Christmas songs. She is, nigga. No, she's not. That that is the most yes, overrated is. Christmas song ever. There are many other great Christmas hey, songs. Hey, I like this segment. I like this segment. This thing becoming crazy, no, no. I love it. I, I hate that song. I like every that time I hear it, they have it on, on Target commercials, they have it in movies. I'm like, this is not the best Christmas song ever. Yes, it is. No, bro. it's not. Let us yes, know Voice to Men if Brian McKnight was a better song to me. I love you. It. Well, 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 Charles Burrow, it's personal and popular opinion. It's two different opinions. Yeah, yeah I personally, I, I think that's the best Christmas song too, bro, personally. But popular, popular. popular. I think Mariah Carey, I'm not going to say it's because I, I think the, the song is good too. It sounds weird. I think that song gives Christmas sex appeal. Like, I think that's why Fair. so many people in popular, because it's like one of them songs where it's like, you don't see people singing that to their kids. <laughs> but it's like you hear it all throughout. Like he said, I literally see the meme this morning. Yeah, people, man, um, they're unthorned. Like he was talking about, you know what I mean? November 1st. So it's like, it makes you wonder. He's like, are there other Christmas songs? Like he said, Boys Men or that dope. Yeah, but I think, yeah, the world, we just like sex. We like that appeal of whatever that feeling is, that emotion that she elicits is there every November 1st. I, 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 I think TLC Christmas song underrated. Slay Ride, yes. Slay Ride is a good song. Uh, it I is. love that. Yeah. I, when I hear All I Want for Christmas, I don't think sexy. I just want to vomit. I don't like the song no more. Man, you bugging, man. I, I don't think it's a great song. I think it's so overrated. They need to go out and, and have, make a, a Christmas playlist of other great Christmas songs. New Edition got a Christmas song. Temptation? Temptation, uh, uh, Temptation, Nat King Cole was a great, had a great Christmas album. Um, Jackson uh, Five, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, there's a lot of great Christmas albums out there. 
Yeah, well, that ain't gonna happen. You, you I mean, I, Donny Hathaway this Christmas would probably be my yes. favorite. Or um, Nakeem Cole. What is that Christmas song? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those will probably be my top two. By the way, we dropping. I'm on a Christmas song this year. I gotta let y'all know. <laughs> Jolly Holiday dropping this year with my girl Latangela and also Angelique. It's gonna be a. It's bopping. It's nineties. It's bopping. And in fact, you guys can check it on the stories right now on 80s, 90s, 2000 vibes. Um, but no, I think I want to say that is overrated, maybe oversaturated. You're tired of hearing it. Yeah, yeah oversaturated. It. Especially in New York, bro. I'm sure they be playing in Times Square, every goddamn department store. They're probably <laughs> right all I want for it's annoying. I could get you, I could get with you on that. I would not say that it's overrated because their performance is amazing. The you know, right. the acceptance from the from the world is crazy and the numbers are just speak for themselves i mean um yeah i, I couldn't the, the go... best christmas album ever ever come on man, man it i mean hard. it just is. and and what she did with uh jermaine dupree i don't know if you guys seen it the remix was, yeah. yeah all the remixes yeah, she did it she put out a whole yeah, new so, so album dope. Wow. Whole new album two years ago has Snoop on it, Jermaine Dupree, a bunch of people on there. And uh, oh, I, I thought you were talking about the, the, the she did the remix to that song Triborough uh, with Jermaine Dupree uh, in 2000. It's, it's a video to it, it's with Lobawa wow. Wow in it, way well, in the music video. Uh, it's a cartoon. I yeah, I'm talking about, about 20, I know I, I think I've seen that too, but I'm talking about in 2020, I want to say one. Just two years ago, she put out about 10 music videos to a whole Christmas album full of videos. Snoop, Jermaine Dupree. It was dope. Uh, she just got Christmas on lock. It is what it is. It's lucrative. And she make, what, $100 million every holiday season? I don't know. Something crazy. Try burn trying to hear it another year. Nope. <laughs> All I want for Christmas oh, is try burrow to like my shit. <laughs> <laughs> She yeah, don't give try, a damn if you like it or not. She really don't get try, try, it. But I, I do like that, that too. Way, man. And that's a, that's, I, I, I like God damn, but every year we... I, I <laughs> you, see, that's about. what it is. You're just tired of hearing it, bro. That's all. That's I, I not, I just it's not over. It's the best Christmas song ever, though. I'm like, like, don't they know the other Christmas songs out there? That's like eating the same food every day. It don't matter how much you love pizza, bro. You eat that shit every day, you're going to get tired of it. I'm going to be honest you. Certain foods didn't hurt your stomach over time. There's certain things I do think I can eat every day in my life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. So what's what's your favorite Christmas song then? Voice to Man, Brian McKnight, Let Us Know. That has become my favorite Christmas song. Hey, 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 not going to lie. That's I did like the Mariah drink, but Voice to Man, it's, it's just soulful. Like, Brian McKnight just tuned in for me, and the beat, and the, I love the video with it, all like the log cabin and everything. And, and the Brian McKnight one, that one is too salacious. Like, he's like, this is definitely sex. Like, Mariah's is like, this might be sex. Mm-hmm. Mariah's is like, this fucking on this. Like, this is <laughs> facts. That's facts. They got I just the band, want to know the log is- cabin. Is Brian McKnight going to be with his old kids or his new kids for this Christmas? That's what I want to know. Before I even that's that new kids. That's, oh, that's last year. That was 15 years ago. He might curse at you if you bring them up. Hey, that song was for his old kids, though. He was still rocking with his old kids when he made that. Look, he was had a fresh baby when he dropped out. Like I said, it sounded crazy, but the song you picked, yeah, worthy opponent, worthy opponent. I think he just, I think he just tired of it. That's it. No, I, I just I don't feel it. like this is the best ever. I'm like, oh my god. 
we could hear some of the other 90 stars a little more. I see what you Well, I mean, it's different between the best ever. Like I said, personal and popular opinions is different. It's just different. Like, you have to say Michael Jackson's the best artist. But if you said, like, someone else is your favorite artist, I'm not going to be mad at you. He doesn't have to be your personal favorite. Like, E-40 is a personal favorite rapper. I don't expect him to be on anybody's top 10. <laughs> Damn near or the top 50. Knows, like, a kid in Kansas knows the Mariah Carey, you know I mean, Christmas song. They might not know the Brian McLeod. Everybody know that goddamn all I want for Christmas is you, baby. Everybody. That's it. Man, that woman ain't got that woman got to sing. That woman don't have to sing another song a day in her life. Ain't a bucket. Man, that song, that's the one right there. Jamar, Matt, favorite Christmas song y'all got one off the top, real quick. Brian, Brian McKnight, boys and men. I'm arguing with Trouble on it. Yeah, I didn't think of one yet, but when he said it, it was like that probably be a year to go to. Like I said, and, and, and and that this I'm gonna give y'all my though? top three. Mm, go ahead, go ahead. My my top three is Boys and Men, Brian McKnight. TLC Slay Ride, the Disney Child Christmas song. I like that. Um, yeah, Slay Ride was underrated. TLC and uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. They had a song called My Christmas. Um, back I remember in, that. that was 90, 91. Yeah, that um, mm. that was a good one too. Yeah, yeah, I rock with this Christmas. Uh, I already said Christmas song by Dan, uh, by Nat King Cole. That's probably my favorite, actually. It's just so classic. And then what, the, whatever the joint was, and uh, rocking around the Christmas tree and goddamn Home Alone. I don't know. It's just mm. it, it puts me in the spirit. Just it's just an easy vibe. It's yeah. an easy vibe. But Jolly Holiday, this goddamn uh holiday season, we are doing the holiday slide. Look out for it, man. It's it's about to drop. Yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna go with those two probably yeah, Nat, Nat Cole and probably Brian McKnight. Just thinking of like other ones that I like, I feel like they just regular Christmas songs where people got a bunch of renditions. But as far as set songs that we hear around that holiday, yeah, those definitely probably top two. But I ain't mad when I hit a Mariah or so whatever the Christmas songs yeah, that I'm, forward, I'm looking forward to. It. But uh, fellas, just to switch gears here, want to get into a little football. Um, y'all didn't know our boy Lee, boy, he was privileged enough to go to um a good old fashioned ass smacking. Um, it is what it is. Privilege. <laughs> no, that's what you know. What I'm saying Colorado, they lost sixteen to twenty eight to UCLA this past Saturday. Um, I believe this is their second loss in a row. People obviously were talking about the offensive line last week, and then um, in addition to this, you had the jewelry from multiple players that was stolen from the locker room. Deion Sanders coming out saying. I mean, it's the Rose Bowl. They should be able to get this back. People saying, oh, you didn't say that about Jackson State. Fellas, what you think of their struggles? What you think of the jewelry? Talk to me. I mean, and then on top of that, Shiloh got ejected for a big hit. We've seen a very that similar... Was, that was a bullshit hit. That was a bullshit call, bro. Yeah, he just hit him with his shoulder, and he they been okay, shoulder to shoulder, knocking down. Bro. Yeah, that was um, bullshit. And very similar to what happened to Travis Hunter, except for, you know, that one was actually a warrant. Should have been, he should have been ejected, the old dude from uh, Colorado State that hit Travis. So, I mean, I just think in general, the whole squad just got a target on their back, whether it's the rest, whether it's the NCAA, whether it's other teams, whether it's the, the hood niggas in LA that's <laughs> stealing their jewelry. Uh, jewelry. <laughs> Um, they need to be on head, need to be on a swivel, <laughs> head needs to be on a swivel on and off the field. Um, and just know everybody coming for you. And you ain't gonna be able, they ain't gonna give it to you. There's not gonna be no red carpet in the NCAA. You need to go out there and take it. They don't have the personnel in the trenches to take it. Um, so maybe y'all should just practice a little bit of humility. Um, you know, I think it, it you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Prime. 
Uh, Coach Prime is the reason why I am a Cowboys fan, but it, it feels the same thing as being a Cowboys fan, is that we're just celebrating the minute wins on social media throughout the week versus the actual wins on the field. And so I just wish that we could get that in order because uh, this, you know, football is a game of discipline. It's not a game of flash and it's, it's not one outside the line. So can we win inside the line? Cause I look, gotta grab, I didn't pay my money. I had my ticket early. I was going to see Colorado versus UCLA. They only game out here. People wanted me to go out to Arizona with them and shit. I, thank God I didn't do that. Actually, I think they won that game. So it would have been a little, little bit they better, but barely by three. Um, yeah, they barely won by three. But it's like, man, people are out here to support you, including people like Wayne and, um, you know, running out with the with the players. We got to get the winning in order. Can we get everything in order? I mean, same thing with the hat I got on right here. It's the same type of shit. We got to get the winning first. You know, I'll give obviously the Lakers organizations a little bit different from Colorado and Dallas, but I they're just missing the most important part for me. Man, this is not the NFL. I, I think, and I, I've said this before. In the NFL, you can go from worst to first in the offseason. If you draft right, you get the right free agents. Tampa Bay is always trash. They signed Tom Brady one offseason. Then all of a sudden, all the other free agents wanted to come to Tampa Bay. They drafted decent. Then all of a sudden, you go from worst to winning the Super Bowl next year. That's not college football. I'm an LSU fan, right? It's only a couple schools Dion could have went to the first year and and competed for that championship. LSU being one of them. The uh school like Alabama, uh Ohio, it just y'all know what I'm talking about. These these type of schools that got the, the bodies already. He could even went to a school like maybe University of Miami. They they got the bodies, just something else going on in, with the coaching and the culture. He can go to a school like that and win instantly because it's a D1 school with bodies. Colorado is not a, a good school, not a good football school, not a good school, period. It's a football and sports. So the fact that people thought he was going to go there year one and, and win and compete for that championship, I don't care what he said. Talking about I come here to win now. Oh, bro, I know you do, but you don't got the bodies. Bro, your offensive line is horrible. You know what I'm saying, and in and, and it's the social media stuff that got everybody hyped up, which I love. I'm not mad at him for that. I think Dion need to take a step back as far as showing his face for the for the rest of the season. Next year, really, judge they have a him. he has a little bit. I think and since mm. the, once they started losing, <laughs> he was like, Let me right. talk down. The first three right. weeks was hot, and then. Uh, you know, they lost two or three in a row, and I think he did calm down. But to your point, Jamar, all of this could play well, though, for his next recruiting class, though. Yeah, it's going to have to. Because if, if if this happened next year, they're like, oh. So he, might be, he might be the Raiders coach soon. We see. I think it's important for Colorado to build a winning culture there. And, and you know, having Deion is good. And I, I think he said he had, like, he's missing, like, eight dogs or whatever on his team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think once he implements the new players, they're going to start winning. But it's important that they build a winning culture now. See, like the Raiders just um, fired Josh McDaniels. They go from right. coaches to coaches. They never implemented a winning culture there. You know what I'm saying? And you have Devontae Adams that he wants, he wants out of there. And you have to establish a winning culture first and then get the, the right players 
you know, see who fits and see who. But does. every every everybody don't just because players be four or five star recruits, bro. That a lot of them don't pan out. We we have a corner on our team, LSU, Denver Harris, four star recruit corner. It's not working out, bro. It's not working out. And he transferred from Texas A&M last year to come back to LSU because that's this where he was raised. But he chose Texas A&M, got kicked off the team over there. He came back home to play LSU. It's still not working out. He was a, a high recruit, almost a five-star recruit corner. Not working out, but he always off the team. He always missing games for whatever fucking weird reason. This shit is not going to – Cam Newton is the only player that was so dominant that I've ever seen in college football history to take Auburn from average to an undefeated season to win the national championship. Cam Newton was the only player I've ever seen do that. Even Joe Burrow. People talk about that year in 2019 Joe Burrow had at LSU, but people forget he was there the year – he was here the year before. Right. And, and we lost three games. We went nine, We went 10-3. That's great. 10-3 is a great record, but – People don't remember that his first year at LSU. They remember that that, that, that last year when they went undefeated one as champion. He won the Hollywood. Bro, Cam Newton was the only player I've ever seen be like, bro, just that one player alone. He just – he was that dominant. You know what I'm saying? College football, different, bro. It, 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 Tim Tebow, it took him a couple years to to start, and it, it just – it don't happen in college football like that. Especially at a school like that. It's gonna take a year, it's gonna take at least two years for him to get the play all the players he needs and he wants for them to start winning. Now if if next year if they if they four and four next year, then we're gonna have some problems. I was just about to say I agree, but I was gonna say even to your point, he was talking about the, the places he could have went right off and pretty much competed for a national championship. They gave him Colorado because they was one eleven last season. So I think once he came exactly. in and won game two. Everybody was already looking like, what? Two games? Double last year. Three, yeah. triple, four. Like, you know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, because the ball was set so low, he was able to come in here. And I think, he, of course, with the way, you know, the rappers and the different people, I do think there's a little, you know, some, some jealousy there because who's to say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some L.A. gangs who stole it because it's like, all right, man, who are these kids? They got watches. They got all of this. But at the end of the day, NIL is a thing. And all of these kids, you are not all going to the NFL. So I respect the marketing and the fact of showing these men how to be, you know, businessmen still at the same time. Because there were some people saying that, like, oh, yeah, why they have the jewelry? And it's like, for some of these people, this may be marketing. You don't know. They may be getting paid to wear this. And it makes sense. A lot of them they are getting they are getting paid to get them vehicles. They they got this is what a I'm lot saying. They're not just that... buying this stuff. So mm-hmm. with with that being said, I think yeah, Deion Sanders all in all definitely has done a good job. But yeah, like you said, Jamal, I think yeah, he definitely, and I think he has already started. But yeah, take a step back. You know, what I mean, let the kids. Let them go out there and be the, their voice, pretty much. Let they play. You know, what I mean, if they're gonna win you know, more than four games, what, what, like when, when they when the school um um hired Dion, how many years do they have? Like, do they have a plan on winning? Like, is it like if he if they lose next year? Every school got a plan on winning. No, I'll say this: the media is gonna determine a lot of that because if he losing next year for whatever reason, and the media is pushing for him to move, they may do it sooner. But I think this year it didn't matter what he did when he came in and one game. You know, what I mean, one or two out the gate, he was already good. He was on. Five I think games. they offered him a lifetime contract. Oh, wow. they already offered him a lifetime. Yeah, he declined it. Do do three of y'all have a favorite college football team? Not a college football. Not a college my, my college football team growing up was Michigan and Notre Dame. See? That's what I'm saying. If he would have went to any of those two schools, he would be competing for the national championship this year. 
Right. Because they have the bodies. They have the talent. They just probably need the culture. Michigan is number two in the country right now, or number three. So they fine. They got Jim Hall, bro. Notre Dame is, like, ranked top ten. Mm-hmm. But And I even said, like, he just need a school that got the bodies but don't have the culture of the coach. Colorado was not as – if he would have went to – fuck. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody who good but not great. That's why I said Miami or – uh, like he in to, Florida State. Exactly. exactly. And those are places cool that up. down the line he may get the opportunity, but I don't think those places was going to offer him right out the gate after Jackson State. He went He went to UCLA, he would have had a chance. UCLA got the bodies. They just yeah. – the culture. And I also think, too, another thing was I think he he knew, you know, the promises that he made to some of them players. He wanted to make sure that wherever he went, he had the capability to bring to in. Bring them Colorado on, yeah. left him that plain template to do as he pleased. Not to right. say some of those guys wouldn't have been able to go D1 elsewise, but, yeah, I mean, he essentially, like I said, was like 50-some kids who came in that trade. Like, that's unheard of. So. You know, I like the move overall. I don't have no problem with that, with, you know, what he's doing at Colorado or even the record. I just think the what he is, how he's being represented in the media, and then also how the culture that he's setting up for the players, I don't know if it's the best – I don't know if it's the most conducive to winning because they are being put on a, such a high pedestal. They already feel like they've accomplished this and they've already on the national stage and they're already being so elevated and so celebrated. It's, um, you know, are do they have the culture to put in the work to win? I don't know. Because if you already chill with Shiesty and not oh, Shiesty, I don't know, whoever they had, Key Glock, they had Key Trust Glock. And, they keep losing and people start booing, they'll wake up. Is yep. but but did he set him up to win for? I don't know if he set him up to win in the beginning when you got all those celebrities in the in the locker room and, and you showing them the spoils of victory without the victories. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like they they're on a, such a, a a high pedestal now, and they start if they have a losing season this year and then next year, do the pressure. They just trying to. They just trying to get to a bowl game at this point. Oh yeah. No, but I'm saying like like if. Like if if he's losing and he while he's there and the pressure from the from social media and all that call for you know his his firing, you know are, are they gonna fire him because of social media or like nah, like if Urban Meyer was there? Did they give Urban Meyer? I'm glad you said that. Try Colorado better fans better shut the fuck up. The the audacity of Colorado fans to call. I agree, they should, but they, they still going shut to up. They should shut up. Yeah, still- well, well, if if y'all call for Deion Sanders fire, y'all deserve shit. Go back to 111 with y'all bum ass. Y'all I was about to say, it. when y'all had that old woman crying for a win, talking about he changed my life. She 100 years old, about to pass on. She ain't never got to see y'all win till he came. If he take his recruiting abilities to a big school, <laughs> it's going to be crazy, Bro, crazy. Stay, Dion, I love you. Stay away from the SEC, please. I don't got time to be dealing with right. you. <laughs> I don't. Everybody going to play for Dion. He going to take, yeah, you ain't taking my recruit, son. Fuck no. Like he always and say, coming. And I feel, and I feel some type of way because they're talking about his son. Is, they ain't talking my, my quarterback should be like in a Heisman race and nobody talking about it. And it's pissing me off. And I don't like that. Hey, tell we you got quarterback to, moving in the league. No, we got to, we got to, no. We, can, we got a number one offense be, in the country, and we not up there, and our quarterback not getting no yeah, love. Can, can his son be a, not a candidate if they're losing? Not he not no more because they losing. Oh, 
Yeah, he was, but yeah, definitely he's not. Yeah, it's not even happening no more. He, he they, took they, what, they seven sacks, man. Seven sacks yeah. this past game. It was crazy, but a lot of them was his fault too. Even though the offensive line bad, I would say two of those sacks was his fault. Right, right. See, I went to the game. It was a dud. I showed up late and left early, and uh, never, never again. Till I see, I don't like to go. I don't like to pay for a loss. I like to see a win. So it is what it is. Now I respect it, but like I said, fellas, we're gonna see. Obviously, moving forward this season beyond, definitely, you know, dope support and going from there. But speaking, staying on sports, I want to shift gears to basketball, and I want to ask, what did y'all think of Flavor Flav from Public Enemy? Singing the what? Star Spangled Band national anthem at a Milwaukee Bucks game. He's from New York, just for reference. Was so he- wait, Flavor Flav, the really? biggest story that James Harden in the NBA right now? <laughs> yes, because the, that apparently I was like, he made veterans cry and Black Twitter laugh in the same breath. So what did y'all think? Why did they even get this man? Like, I don't, I don't. Flavor Flav was a legend, but he can't sing. I just, I just thought it was just something to talk about for social media and. Supposedly the Knicks are, are getting them for a game. I hope we win that game. So but that would make more sport. sense, right? That would make more sense if the Knicks got him. No, it wouldn't because he's not a singer. <laughs> you know, right? But he, he public from enemy. Yeah. I mean, can, right. can can you imagine if if he's singing at that Knicks game and then we lose bad? I so see his point. His point is that yeah, if, at least if he gonna come, he might as well just be a, like do a hype man thing. Why are you singing? Yeah, why are you singing? Yeah, then Dame had a worst game of his career after he sung the national anthem. Dame has Dame. I want to go home. <laughs> I, Man, go I don't know. What, I wonder how much they paid him for that. How much? Yeah, I think it was just a bag for play. Yeah. I don't know. He sing like 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 your parents like find out there's no toilet in the bathroom and they were like, yeah, I mean like type of shit. Like it's just like he sing concerned. But it was like he thought he had conviction. It was like you kind of don't. I don't. I don't feel it. Like yeah. I, I don't understand why. Like does, I don't know. Well, yeah, does the worse. NBA does the NBA need this type of publicity? Does the do no? They and need I think this that's what it is. The NBA said, "Let's find the blackest person we can right now and give them some light." <laughs> it's the Milwaukee Bucks because remember a couple years ago they got Ja Rule, and I was like, "Why?" That was hilarious when he was like, "Are y'all ready?" And nobody was ready. That was that was hilarious. He was like, "I guess not." I said, hey, that one was worse. Yeah, what was worse? Ja Rule, Fergie was bad too. Uh, but she, basketball. <laughs> she's supposed to be able to really sing, though. Right. Um, I just don't understand, yeah, the gimmick. I don't understand the gimmick that the NBA is pulling, especially to do it a second time and to have him come out. Um, completely unnecessary. I don't think we we need that type of energy in the NBA. It's a well, I, I don't know. Are people watching the NBA this early in the season? Is this a reason to watch? No one yeah, watches I'm for the right. national anthem, though. I don't get that part. I, I don't. I don't sit around and I'm watch. Not, I'm not. I'm not watching till All Star break. Maybe they just trying to drop it. Yeah. Like yes, like you said, it's like yeah, we watching, but yeah, everybody, you know, I mean, people still get into their work, whatever the case is. I think by like Thanksgiving is why time most people be starting to really Christmas, like, yeah, them Christmas they, Day games, all that. By that time, yeah. people consume. They know well, record. Well, well, early like viewership. When, uh, well, uh, Wemby and uh, Durant, that was a good game. That was an amazing game, yeah. If yeah. anybody got to catch that, that comeback was crazy. But like, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Unfortunately, most people ain't gonna get to see that. They're gonna tune in next month. Yeah. Well, wait, they tuning in for Flavor Flav over Wimpy versus Durant? Because Flavor Flav, I'm just trying to understand. Something that's unique that doesn't happen every day. That's Flavor Flav singing at a Bucks game. Yeah, like by default, that's news. That's unheard. Of. 
Well, who are you gonna get? Oh. Like, how is this equal more view? I'm just trying to say, like, <laughs> I'm not watching it the next time just because you put Flavor Flav up there again. I'm not gonna tune into the game for that. Like, maybe they just like the social media clicks. Maybe that helps as well. You know, so maybe that could be it too. It could have been a gag because, like, you know, I mean, like I said, the, the way he's saying, it was like, wow, you you serious? Like you, like it's <laughs> about this. You know your mother's watching you sing like that kind of thing. He's getting like, a bag. He's going to get a bag for each game, too. He might yeah. need it. Yeah. Yeah, they had him up there wearing God knows what. I was like, damn, y'all ain't even really hook him up. Lace him with, you know, good paraphernalia. His size. Like, y'all don't, he don't need to be wearing size. 60 jerseys right now, bro. That's, <laughs> that's not it no more. Oh, man. Flav, Flav, I mean, Flav. God bless Flav, man. But, I mean, the NBA has a lot more that they can lean on. Obviously, this whole Clipper stuff, man. They got the four boys from L.A. All of them play the same position. It's only First round exit. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm totally against the Clippers. So, anything that's anti-Clipper, I'm good with it. Um, But, I mean, is there enough balls to go around? Pause. In, in the Clipper organization. <laughs> Every single one of them. I would say, I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi don't need the ball too much, but he's not going to be effective. He's not a sh- jump shooter. It just don't make sense to me. And he stay healthy. Yeah, and Paul exactly. George can stay healthy. Exactly. <laughs> That's the one right there. And Paul George. Yeah, so they really just. Him. Like, it's, well, yeah, I mean, it might, because yeah, at this point, I don't think he has to put, you know, that workload on yourself no more. James Harden is an all-star who played at that type of level last year. So he can take a lot of that workload off. Mm-hmm. And don't yeah, well, I. When I seen this trade, I was like, okay. <laughs> I said, yeah, Daryl Morey, they put a gun to his head, and they said, give me everything. And they robbed him. That, that I, was think the Knicks, I, I still think the Knicks should have traded for James Harden. I don't. I, I want to be. For one season. Embiid. If yeah, one season. I want to be over Harden. I want to be Come on. You could do that DX triplet. We ain't going to find you in New York for that. But, we know the refs. We got you. I don't. I don't want them to trade away half the team for Embiid, though. But that's that's like yeah. going through the mouth. Julius Randle, uh, RJ Barrett, y'all been of great service. But yeah, and you got to throw a first round pick in though too. Y'all can have that too. You just can't be protected. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I, I understand. Take my GM on two K. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, man. I I just want to see the Knicks. I think I think Embiid going to the Knicks would help. What's his name out a lot. I think he would love that. What's the point guard name? Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Crazy. Oh, he would love that, bro. Oh my God! I'm talking about twenty five and twelve every night, like your mom. Yeah, bro. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, but yeah, when they when this trade happened, I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, man, man, second, first round, second round is it? Kawhi gonna have a season in the injury? Westbrook, who's the best team in the East right now? And if they, you know, what I mean, if you're looking at all these people saying this one. Gotta- Milwaukee. It's hard to tell right now. It's too Milwaukee. it's too early. It's, it's too Milwaukee, early. Boston, and everybody else in the East. I think I think it's Boston right now. It's too I early. Though. I think I like what he said though. It's one of those two, one A, one B, yeah. and it's everybody, it's else. everybody else. For right yeah. now, we gonna see. Yeah, it's people where's the gap? Are the Spurs gonna oh, make right. some noise this year? What did y'all think about winning? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think what, what Barkley said last night. He said the uh, the Spurs not gonna make the playoffs. I think they will. I think I don't think they, they might make the the playoff Man, tournament. They'll make the playoffs and not the playoffs. I think they will. Who's better than, than the Spurs? Yeah. Like, when you get to the bottom of the Western Conference? Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota? Are they, are they winning? What well, they well, teams like Minnesota and Houston have gotten much better last year. Just Houston? Where, where, who, who's Baltimore. 
Bartoli is a first battle Hall of Famer, but just the same man that said, go to state, we're going to never no championship shooting all those jump shots. Yeah, and we four championships in. And yeah, but he, that, I think that was a pure ignorance. I don't understand because I didn't play basketball that way. Think about it. That's right, a good that's, yeah. If we run down the, the whole Western Conference, the Pelicans, if, if Zion not healthy, where they going? They still better than the Spurs. I'm going to be honest with you. Tell them to stay off Morai Mills. I need him to stay off anything. About. Any of these corn stars, yeah, and corn on the cob, too. Man, yeah, and the fool. <laughs> I, I think Spurs will make the playoffs. I, I really I I think eight seven C. I, I agree. I agree. I like well, how, how far y'all think the Clippers going? I think they'll get out of the first, first round. round. I just don't know if championship uh-huh. is like the next year thing, but they're gonna be interesting. They're gonna be competitive. now. Now, the, the question is with all four of them healthy or, or just two of them healthy. I think it was worse with all four of them healthy. They ain't, uh, <laughs> they, they ain't gonna know what it's, to do. It's gonna be how hard they, to... yeah, how they move the ball around, kind of things. The team, because yeah, they they bring very different skill sets, and unfortunately, you don't have a whole bunch of shooters. Westbrook still gonna be taking them wild ass shots. Everybody gonna be mad sitting there wide open. <laughs> Westbrook gonna be. I hope you don't. Now, I don't what, think he, we'll see. what about the Suns? They have no bench. So if okay, so you tell me, so a healthy Durant, Booker, and Beal is gonna. Beat Golden State or beat um Denver. Yeah. I think again, I think, I think they, they'll be competitive because that's the way teams are shaped right now. Look at what Golden yeah. State did. Yeah, Golden State went small, but they went and got an All Star. Everybody's doing it. It's just yeah, who's going to do it the best. Who's winning the West? James 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 Hall going to be late to a game because he was at a strip club. But he's still going to the six, and he's going to walk the whole game. until he start until he start pouting, and he don't get his way. Then he going to want to trade. Who you think is winning the West this year? I, I got so Denver. further notice. I got Denver still. I got Denver. Yeah, it's a further notice. Yeah, I'm about to say too early to tell. I'm gonna give it to them for right now. I hope well, the Lakers congrats. make a move though. I hope the Lakers yeah, make I, a move. D'Lo looks I pretty get, good right now. I want to get Kyrie away from Luca. I do. I don't. I like them together. I think they just. Need I more. don't. They, they, need I enough, Luka, they need more around them, though. They need more around. No, them. I think Luca is one of the players going to put up a bunch of numbers that never win shit. Time to look uh, at Dirk. To be fair, Dirk was one of them players who put up a bunch of numbers and never won nothing for a long time. All right, yeah, I think he's going to do that. This is you know me. I mean, two thousand seven, two thousand ten. Like Dirk had squad. It's just it's just hard to win in the West. The West has since. I, I feel like Dallas. Dallas need like a scoring big man. They don't have that. Man, they had it. They had Porzingis. But you got two guys who put up 70 any night between the two of them. But is that going to be enough to – is that duo going to be enough to beat everybody in the West, though? I don't think so. No, that's why I said they're going to need more defensive pieces and, like, guys who can really take the – so that a guy like a Kyrie or a Kluko grab 40 and guys having 10 and 9 and whatever the case is, you're going to need that to really build them up. They're not – I want Kyrie in L.A. With the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. Ready D low and a few other pieces. I welcome him. I definitely welcome him. So I okay, think so Luka, let, they, I don't think I don't think Luca will win, bro. I let, don't. Let, I let's say they get Kyrie. Let's say Lakers make a trade for Kyrie. Is is Lakers winning the West? Yes. Because we'll now you got somebody. Look, you can't stop Jokic. You need to just accept that. Now, but you got somebody to go back and forth with Murray. Now, can can AD stay healthy? That's another problem, man. That's a nigga. He dropped forty one night ten. I'm so no, over he, that nigga, man. He was straight in the playoffs though. He. I mean, obviously he had his nights off, and and you know he he takes Jokic ain't have Jokic ain't have no night off. Yeah, but AD, I was just say he 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 stays relatively healthy. Has he ever missed a full playoff? I don't think he's no. ever missed that part of the season. That's all I'm saying. No, 
He has taken a lot of games off, but I think he, he uh, shows up when necessary. My hot hey. take, I, I think Luka is not a winner. I think Luka going to put up a lot, of num- lot of individual numbers and never win nothing. But he, he my hot take that it's too early in his career to say that given the teams he's had. Yeah, he needs a team around him. He, like, I don't, team, he made a Western Conference final. I don't so think Kyrie's a he needs more around him besides just Kyrie. Him and Trey Young, I feel like we, we need to really assess it. Both of them making a conference finals this early in their careers is unbelievable considering they got traded for each other. There's a lot of guys in that class that's quote-unquote good that ain't touched nothing. And they were the leaders on those teams, too. That's why I'm like, I don't think they're that bad off. I think we got to give it more time because they've done a lot thus far. And it's only year five. By the way, folks, I think we five? need to... A... Hey, some guys don't even be awesome. By year Man, five. LeBron, LeBron was scoring 25 straight points on the Pistons in year four. Luka was too. Luka, like, man, Western Conference Finals, 23. He made it to the finals, though. He lost. LeBron is exceptional. LeBron made it to the finals and got swept. What's the difference? LeBron is special. No. He, he, took a, he took a bad Cleveland team to the finals against San Antonio. He's, he's special. Oh, but that's my point. Luka, Luka lost to a Golden State Warriors team. That was that was great. It is what it is. Nah, but he, man, that Detroit team, them Pistons teams was hard to beat, bro. Yeah. He was also getting old. That's yeah, true. but they still was hard to beat. They were them pins with Ben Wallace in them. Oh my God, bro! But you saw LeBron. He did it to Paul Pierce and everybody. LeBron for nothing. It's not a knock on him, nothing. But he tended to beat a lot more people. That's, than hey, y'all, y'all already know how I feel about Paul Pierce. I think he is overrated. Oh, he is. But even them, think about it. You know what I mean? Braun as Paul Pierce numbers get lost. Whatever cases they got, they ring, and that was it. They was never able to win again. LeBron did his thing, left and took over. They was never gonna catch him again. Uh, it's just the way Errors be with some players. It ain't that far. I think Paul Pierce was very loyal to Boston at a time when they were losing and they had to do something and they got Garnett and Ray Allen and it made him a, a champion, you know, and, and I, you know, salute to him. I, I always thought he was a good player. I watched him back when he was in Kansas. He was a good player. Good, but not great. You don't think he's a great player? No, fellas. I want to know. No, he, he couldn't. <laughs> no, no, he couldn't. He couldn't, bro. He couldn't get the East in the early 2000s. The East was bad. The East was yeah. not good. If you had, if you won forty nine games, you was the number one seed in the East. Right, but you had Iverson. You had, had Iverson. You had, but you had Iverson by himself. You he. But, but you had Evan Snow. Evan Snow wasn't good. No, <laughs> no, he was good. He ain't nobody to to, to name drop. Yeah, Eagle Dollar. White flag, man. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga said, Eric, I know you fucking lying. Who else you gonna name? Aaron McKee? <laughs> bro, when Eric Snow, yo, 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 co-host or yo, yo, bro, call him co-host. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was obviously was by himself. Paul Pierce was missing the playoffs and getting knocked out the first round with Antoine so, Walker. So what, what was your, it? Your, so, co-host. so how, how did Iverson take the that Sixers team to the finals against the Lakers and and Paul Pierce couldn't take Boston? That's a great point. That's the point. Yeah, great. Hold on. He just That's the point. Because to be fair, Iverson, didn't he go to two games? No. People forget how good Antoine Walker was in the early 2000s. Yeah. That was his his his, was his uh, co-star yeah. in Boston. Iverson, they had it. Iverson was by himself. Every other team was a little two-piece back then. It was just certain teams. Because remember, Iverson lost to uh, Vince Carter and come, I mean, Ooh. beat Brad that he make it to the finals that year. But, but Vince Carter was by himself. Who Jason Kidd co- uh, co-star was? We have McGrady. Oh, uh, Jason Kidd? No, I'm talking about Vince Carter when he was with uh, the Raptors. But that's when McGrady was young. I'm talking about when McGrady went to Orlando by himself. Who was Jason Kidd co-star? Can you name him? Mark. 
Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin. Yeah, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Man, you name. Richard Jefferson got there in the later. I'm talking about the two years. I'm talking about early when he first got to New Jersey. He had Kevin Martin, Kenya Martin. That's it. What year did he get to New Jersey? Yeah, Kevin Kittles. Kevin Kittles was there. This nigga said, "You name the role players, fam." They, I'm gonna tell you the point, Jamal. I see what you're saying, but to your point, all in hey, all, we didn't say his name. Game. Anybody yeah. on the team, yeah. like, yeah. hitters, the hitters, bro. When he went to the finals, he had Keith Van Horn too, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, let's say all stars. You got a name. No, he was, he was not in the same class. Like, like to your point, Paul Pierce is not on the same level. In my opinion, as Jason Kidd, just my opinion. Well, I'm just, I'm saying, I agree, but I'm saying like he had the best co-star out of all of them. Antoine Walker was that dude in the early 2000s. He was a 20-point. I told you he got injured. That knee injury messed him up. But, yeah, but he still did. He was on a couple of NBA Lives. No, they had good, no, they had good records because I remember some of them, you know, NBA Lives or whatever. But, it was a team. They just couldn't get over the home. But, bro, he was getting knocked out in the first round, not making the playoffs in the East. Obviously, dragging the team to the finals by himself. T-Mac in Orlando with nobody. Right. Now, I see so, you, Jason. So you Man, see Luca like this? Overrated. You see Luca going down that path? That's I think Luca. I think Luca a better player. Come on, now let, let me. Let, we not. We ain't gonna do that. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> do you see him get, getting bounced out like like repeatedly? Yeah. We're going through. Like I said, we just going to see. Time will tell. Yeah. He go. He gonna average forty, but he he gonna lose while doing it. But Jamal want to ask this: Hot to take NBA for all of y'all. One on one, who's winning? Tracy McGrady, Carmelo Anthony. Oh, Melo. Oh man, don't, 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 why are you saying it so convincingly like that? What's wrong with you, I just man? Think because, you, like, you, Trump, 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 you know better. You seen T Mac in his prime. I know, you know I'm, better I'm than saying, that. Beyond the score, when I'm looking at the statute, I'm, I'm saying to me, Carmelo was a better rebounder. You know, he could pass as well. He could, you know, they both don't play no defense. That's why I was like, the one on one with them two would be interesting. Yeah, defense yeah, is, it is it's not about defense, it's just about scoring. I think, I think Melo is a better shooter than. He, I think he's Melo is definitely a better shooter, hundred percent. I think he's way more athletic. Way more athletic. Way Melo, that first step, it, it's like it's deceptive because you don't think he's that fast because he, he don't right. he, he never looked like he was in, he, like you know what I mean like Tracy it McGrady like was, he was skinny he quick Melo never looked cut even in the game when you dunk with him it was a certain thing but uh, I don't know one on one with them two I'm gonna give it to Melo just because he's bigger and it's not like McGrady was a problem on defense but it'll be a close game. Melo, both of them got a killer jab still. Like they both will get 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 free just off their jab alone. Mm-hmm. This will be. I'm gonna have to agree with y'all. And say Melo, I just don't like how Traboro said it like convincingly. Like Melo or a crush team. Oh, I, I I play fantasy sports. Like it's it's gonna be 20 years next year since I've been playing. Like I have to know their stats and everything. Like no, bro, double double. That's Melo. The most dedicated thing I've ever heard. It's fantasy. We doing one on one, bro. We, we this, this is one on one. McGrady is great. He was a great scorer. Like oh, the All Star game, I think of McGrady, the dunks and all that. You know what I'm saying? The, the three pointers. You know he had a, a good so, in Houston. I think Melo. So I, I agree with you. I'm just saying I think Melo would just take him down to the post and, and go to work. But he better not miss. I'm just he could back him no, down. No he could back him down. If you, if you saying winner takes winner takes the ball. Uh, or yeah, the whoever scored continue to take the ball right every time. I make it take, I, it. Make it, take it. Okay. I think uh, I think Melo probably 
Melo probably got it in that. He he might not miss too many shots. Um, score to twelve. What's the score? I'm, but I'm personally I'm personally taking McGrady. I'm actually taking McGrady. Nine, I think twelve. Melo. I think it'll be closer than that though. I think it'll be like what, right ten twelve. Like, yeah, like you gotta win by two. Gotta win by two. That's what I said. Melo, yeah, Melo. I think yeah. Melo will take it by two. Cool. I, I'm taking McGrady. I think he's more athletic. I think he'll run to the loose ball faster. I think he has the potential to block uh, Melo, where not the other shot. way around. Yeah, I don't right, think right, Melo right. is going to be able to mess with him athleticism wise, athleticism wise, speed wise. Um, dunk like he can't. He ain't gonna get up there with with my guy McGrady. Yeah. Uh, so T Mac, T Mac, a dunk on him. Like, and T Mac, he can get hot. Like we, he don't have to take shots the way that Melo does, and he doesn't have to warm up. That's just not his game. They have that's two one different games. But, Melo don't have but, to exert all that energy to score. Yeah, yeah. Melo gonna go on. He gonna he gonna go on that post. No, he gonna he go on that post. He gonna he gonna he gonna jab you. He gonna jab you up. <laughs> he gonna face up, jab, jab, jab. Yeah, make up. it take oh, it. He, he might not. Yeah, he might not. You know, he that might not miss. Up in the air. He ain't going. Like I said he's not doing no dunks and none of that. He just smooth. I used to hate when LeBron yeah. played that nigga, man. <laughs> right, because you know LeBron. Man, that nigga it's similar because you know LeBron got the athleticism. He's supposed to be able to physically dominate, but Melo has the skill. He has the. He puts in the work offensively, and so I just don't know if yeah. uh, in a. In a one-on-one situation, can he make up for his deficiencies if he doesn't have the ball? I don't know. If he loses the ball, then I think it's a different game. McGrady might take him to the hole. Now, McGrady got a layup package. LeBrady yeah, got a dunk it. package. No, uh, he does. McGrady post up, too. The thing with both of them is that we all say neither one of them plays defense. So it's not like, yeah, you know I mean, anybody's like, oh, it's going to get stops. It's going to be tough. But, like, but like, like, like Lee Boy said, I think McGrady athleticism might help make up for that a little bit. I think it's going to hurt you. You got to get – like I said, because even look at somebody like Kobe, who's a similar build to McGrady, he always said Melo gave me problems because he's bigger and he wanted those yeah. because he's not athletic. That's why T Mac gave us T Mac gave him hell too because T Mac was just as athletic and tall. But I think if you ask him who was worse, Kobe would say Tracy McGrady because he played against him longer. But if you ask him who yeah. was tougher as far as physically demanding and what I felt after the game, Carmelo, Melo, yeah, 100%. a good matchup. So, though. uh, so you got. Matt, you got Melo 12-9. Trouble, what the score is? 10-12 uh, for you, Melo? Yeah. I got 10-12, uh-huh. McGrady. I got, yeah, I got 10-12, Melo. I'm going to 10-12, Melo. Yeah, that's fair. I like it, fellas. I like it. One of those, we might never get to see, but I think that was a dope one. Shout out to y'all. We got to do these more often, man. No, I, I no, would I was love to say, see we Allison gotta... versus Kyrie. <laughs> Bro, we gotta just we gotta have either a sports pod or a sports segment on the Patreon. Y'all definitely tap in with us on Patreon because I think we could do this yeah. every week, just review, especially <laughs> while this damn NBA and uh the NFL is going. I think it's it's nothing, it's wide open for us. So we definitely got a lot. But fellas, I want to take it back to where we started just to end things with Halloween. I want two two questions for y'all. What's your favorite Halloween franchise or movie, something along those lines? And then tell me of the ones we saw. We discussed it a little bit amongst ourselves. Who was the best celebrity Halloween costume you saw online? Anybody? First of all, first of all, Jason will watch anybody. That's Mm. the one. I don't want any shit about no Michael Myers, no nigga with no dicky suit, no kitchen knife. Walking slow as hell? Yeah, Jason will watch that nigga, man. Like, that's facts, bro. This nigga, Michael Myers, 
Well, I don't know, because Michael Myers just was born crazy. Jason had a reason. Like, he was bullied. They let him drown. Michael Myers just woke up one day and said, man, fuck all you. I'm killing everybody. Right? Was, so, I don't know. The original one was 6'9". It's like saying, you ain't want to be in the post. <laughs> yeah. And, and Michael got, and Jason got morals, man. All you got to do is stay away from his campgrounds. You, you good. You know what I'm saying? Just stay off of his shit. I'm I'm going. Of course, y'all know where I'm going. I'm going Friday the Thirteenth. Jason Voorhees, the greatest series slash villain of all time, horror villain of all time. To me, I'm going with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, to me, it's only it's only one bad movie. That was Freddy's Dead. I didn't like the way they they killed him off. I think that's a great franchise. Um, Friday the Thirteenth would be like in my top three though. That that in Hollywood. so uh, Nightmare on Elm Street the first. Yes, that's first uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Conjuring, Conjuring what? Universe. I love the Conjuring movies. All you gotta do is not dream with that with Freddy. Yeah, but he's, he's a slasher, dream. though. He's a slasher. But I don't dream a lot. I don't have a lot of dreams. Bro. Said, I don't dream. <laughs> yeah, I don't really dream. I could dodge Freddy. Yeah, yeah all I gotta do is he, do he, what he, I've been doing. Take out the <laughs> he's still a slasher, so he can still kill you. Man, pull his ass in the real world. I'll wash him. Uh, Jamal, you need to have your life. What you mean you don't dream? You just nightmare? I don't. That's this what I just, I, I sleep and I wake up. And I'm yeah, like, I'm damn, I'll sleep. Like demons in his sleep. He don't dream. You got to pray for him. No, because all you got to do is find is pull him out of the nightmare realm into the real world. He ain't shit. He a nigga with some knives on his hand. Fire, fire. He doesn't like Dollar because he died in fire. I like that. Man. Oh. A Christmas sweater. <laughs> Lee boy, what you think? Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a. Chucky, dog. That's my guy. And you got Chucky right there in the back. Yes, I do. <laughs> Chucky right That's there. That's what it is? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I noticed that from the very beginning. I was like, oh, he got my, my answer right there. Uh, I rock with the Chucks, man. Something about Chucky, man. He just like, I mean, obviously that first scene when he just was in front of the fireplace, she's about to throw him. I'm about to throw you in this fireplace. You don't wake up. Bitch, I'm going to fuck you. That was funny. He's funny as hell. He's funny as hell. You really can't defeat him because he's just placed in this body, right? The Chucky body. So he could transform. He's trying to find a body. And so he's really just a spirit. And uh, I always just thought he was funny, bro. Like people were scared of Chucky and scared of dolls. I thought he I was, was as a kid. I'm not even gonna lie. I wasn't a fan. I was like, he about my size too. I always <laughs> love Child's Child Play two to one. Child's play two to one. This one I want to ask y'all, like. Maybe I'm being too logical, but like when he would be wrestling with grown adults, right, right, right. like they will be struggling with his yeah. ass. So do he still have the, the man human strength? Yeah, he still have it. He got to. It's just because in the will be having hearts. They be yeah. having hearts. Man, and, I... and when he if he gets like shot or something, he really bleeds. That's why he has man, to transform the spirit to another another own human. I watch. I watch Charles. Yeah, that's that's the funny part is yeah how you really still struggling with a dog, what baby. A dog. When you His see feet a little dangling, bro. Around, yeah, <laughs> that will give me. That'll give me. That'll make me, that'll make me, give me bro. I'll be like, you not even on the ground, and you got this strip. I'll be taking. <laughs> all you got, man. Look, man, take his batteries out. Hey, look, because in real life, you ain't no way. I'm, I'm going right at Chucky, bro. I don't care if you got a knife. I don't care what you got, bro. We're going to have to tussle it out. We're going to finish this right now. Is going straight through wherever I kick something. <laughs> 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 but somehow, some way, he found a way to always make it. He's crafty. He was crafty, bro. He would pop up in the... 
the back of cars and strangle your ass. <laughs> you never know what Chucky might do. That's my guy, man. Freaking Chucky. Yeah. Go check out Megan. If y'all haven't seen Megan, kind of similar. Oh, yeah. Kind of similar, yeah, but it's she, good. She, she, a, she a legend. She a legend in the making. You can you yeah, can tell. I like yeah, Megan. But yeah, bro, I, I'm the type of nigga Chucky try to kill me, bro. Like, you know what, Chuck, bro? I'm you gonna clear it out. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm I'm a lock you up and I'm gonna torch you when I'm bored. Like he was like, no, like, I come on for it. Like, no, nah. on this nigga immediately. I'm pouring water everywhere. What do you think this <laughs> yeah. is? Look, like, I'm Chuck, clearing you all this, the furniture. Man. You ain't hiding behind nothing in my house. You kill me. Get... I have to get in this pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I just go. I just go up to him and slap him every day just because I'm bored. Like, bitch, man, you should, I can't believe you. You tried to kill me, bro. You you like two foot tall. I'm a ball. I hope you never yeah. forget to lock that door. Anything this over when he tie you up. Man, tell, tell him come. Tell Charles come get me. <laughs> Come get me, Charles. Ray. Like, Charles like if was before we go, last thing, like I said, um, social media, who y'all think had the best Halloween costumes? And just throwing this out there, too. Diddy famously, if to those who didn't know, went as Batman after getting a cease and desist from Warner Brothers. So, Diddy, shout out uh, to you. you. Why, why, did, why did he get a cease and desist? Why? Because Batman, huh? they, they own the property. Yeah, they own but the property. He not the- but he's, he's not the only one though. who dressed as Joker. He's he not the only one who dressed yeah, as Joker. But he's but a celebrity. Well, and so it's so well and so correlated to the way the real thing was. It was like we can't have you possibly confusing people. Because you <laughs> offset, offset did it, and offset ain't did it. Yeah, I mean, right. even uh, what he just did with Batman, he gonna get another season. Gonna get another season. This uh, is that was He was just yeah, being played. It, it was terrible too. But yeah, I thought that was dope. But yeah, who y'all think had the best, yeah, best costume y'all saw? Oh. It was puff. Puff, puff. Now I saw. Um, I didn't see that many this year, though. I didn't either. I saw a lot of costume. Uh, uh, they had the Carter, the Carter family, just as the proper family. They had them. No, that one was fire. That okay. was fire. Um, that was from last year. That was last year. I saw like a whole a whole slot of them. It was like a whole bunch. That of was them. fire. Yeah, that was fire. Um, they had they had uh uh Ciara's uh, Janet Jackson like from the Velvet Rope ever with the red hair. I heard Cardi. I didn't see that. Pretty dope Medusa. And then uh, Winnie Harlow as Cat Williams from the Pimp Chronicle. That was good. That was good. My homie Desto dubbed this Scooby Doo. He's a, a, a awful lot of cop syrup. That's the homie. And then um, okay. just another homie. I guess she ain't not really. The, they're not celebrities, but my homegirl Fatima uh, Talia. She's a comedian out here in L.A. Originally from Chicago. She did Sexy Red, and I thought she did a real good job. It was hilarious. So. <laughs> Y'all go follow Fatima Talia. Uh, any, I mean, Sexy Red is, is she's just an easy. Y- y'all see what happened with Kaya and Sexy Red? I thought that was hilarious. She got red. Um, I don't want to hear them two arguing. Like, they the same person, but that's no. Nah, you got to hear. <laughs> he said she pulled out the person. gavel. She pulled out the gavel and just read her to death. One of the ones but, you um, look at, other ones telling you is brown. They are one of a kind. <laughs> you, you ain't got no argument for me, brother. But yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see. Go too crazy this year. I thought it was a little bit quiet. I think Diddy just took it. He took it. Yeah, I think he, right. I think he, he overall did. took it. Honestly, like I said, it was cold. I think yeah, the days before was like great Halloween whole days as far as like the costumes because it was like sixty seventy degrees and then yeah here it was about thirty. Yeah, people had on sweaters and hats and yeah. scarves. You couldn't see. What I, I saw it like that. A lot of like Kill Bill was like a a major costume this year. That Kill Bill. They had a uh, of course Ghostface Killer mask and and um. You no know, people just up. I was happy I didn't see too many Barbies. That was nice. That was like, yeah. man, they took Halloween from the kids, man. Mm-hmm. Real talk. I don't care about these kids no more. 
It never was, to be honest. Yeah, it was when I was a kid. That it was Christmas, about the kids. Dog, I said, hey, so we about to hear a bunch of Christmas jingles and hear people talk about and post all the nasty food they family make Thanksgiving. It's that time of year. Yes, sir. Jolly holiday dropping soon. Y'all check out Latangela, me, and Angela. We got this single, man. I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I mean, Christmas starts November 1st, right? We here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Got to work the next day anyway, so you just eating kind of. It's almost like a long lunch break. There you go. But yeah, man, this is what episode one hundred and seven, man. As yeah, always, fellas, thank y'all for joining me every week, man. Good help is so hard to find. I appreciate you, brothers, man. Let them know all your socials, what you got coming up, all that good stuff. Follow me on Instagram, Trouble underscore Gigolo. Follow my YouTube channel, That Ain't Rap Podcast, D-A-T, That Ain't Rap Podcast. I got a lot of new stuff coming for the holidays and um, new live streams coming. And um, and follow us, of course, 80s and 90s, everywhere on audio streaming platforms. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As mentioned, Jolly Holiday with Angelique and Latangela coming out. Do not listen to me on Indie 1015. No more more updates on that. Might be some beef. So we might have to clear it out soon. I might have to address oh, it on the we're gonna, to, we're gonna have to unfollow. <laughs> we're gonna have to unfollow. I'm gonna tell you who not to follow, but for now, just follow me at Lee Boy TV. Yo, though, y'all already know. Follow me real Matt Corbin on all platforms. Um, follow me on YouTube. We're posting a lot there. I'm at like probably like a hundred some more subscribers in the last week. Help me get to 200. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. Um, 80s, 90s, 2000s vibes. As always, we appreciate y'all. And as far as the Lee Boy situation, y'all want to hear about that? Y'all going to have to come on the Patreon. Be honest with you. Peace. Yep. I'm ready. But nah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Quaid uh, just dropped a new podcast episode today with a special guest professional wrestler, Sonny Kiss, formerly of AEW. That's out on our streaming platform right now as we speak. Check that out. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to them. The other pod on the network. Follow me on my personal page, Edgemar Joe Jermaine Adams, if you want. If you're sensitive, don't follow me. But most importantly, follow us on Instagram at 80s. I just vibe. Same on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Threads. Man, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. It's 80s. I just vibe the podcast. I am Jamar. Bye, boy. Lee, boy. And Corbin. And we out. Peace.